So the first thing I really want to start off with is I think I have contributed a total of $5 to your music career. Because <laughs> if you go on if you go on my phone, I think I've downloaded at least five songs. Now, again, I'm a picky person. So I might listen to it for like a week or a month and be like, okay, it's catchy. It's sticking with me. Yeah. All right. I'll give him the dollar fifty or the dollar ninety nine. <laughs> so thank you very yeah. much. I like that's amazing. To be honest, that's like the fact that you actually even that much is just means so much to us. I feel like there's more people out there. Like really, only five dollars. What a pulse. <laughs> like I'm just like you know excuse you know me. Much, you know how many times you have to either stream or or actually buy to get to make five dollars that's yeah that's a decent amount <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like i i think it's funny because i will ask people when they ask like oh brian like you have a podcast like how many subscribers you got i'm like oh let's not go there okay because uh, <laughs> people will listen to your show but they won't subscribe and i was like I always tell my friends I'm like why do you do that and they're like don't you watch wrestling videos for like five years and never subscribe to the channel i'm like hey don't point out the hypocrisy here. Like, <laughs> That's funny. But no, like I, I think it was like the other night I went down the rabbit hole of just going through music and I was trying to figure out because we're doing promotions for this podcast. And I was like, man, like let's find some good songs. And I grew up with 90s, like 90s music, 90s music videos. What do you want to call it? Like team drama movies. So it was really interesting to me because I love the song Delicate you guys do. But... I like the acoustic version too. So I think on my Instagram story a few nights ago, I was like, this is the song delicate, the um, instrumental version of the acoustic for when the girl's like at the end of the movie and she's like, Oh my God, no one loves me. And then like <laughs> the guy that's always been there shows up and it's like, I always loved you. And I'm like, perfect. And then they fast forward to the end of the end of the movie. And then you have the actual delicate song where they have kids, they have a family. It's like, you never gave up on me. Did you? It's like, it's right. like, why would you give up on someone you love? And I'm like, so cheesy, but it fits. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You really painted a picture there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's what I do. Like I, I listen to music and then I'm like, man, why don't they use this in songs? And I'm sure if I knew every record producer or movie producer, they'd be like, okay, see that X on that person's name? Yeah. Anytime he sends an email, don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, but they're, they're great ideas. It's like, yeah, but that's the problem. They're great ideas we don't want. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys meet? And where did the suit idea come to? Because I feel like this was like a How I Met Your Mother thing where you're like, I love Barney. We're going to just copy Barney. <laughs> um, in, terms of, uh, in terms of how we met, our mothers were great friends. We've, we've known each other since we were born. pretty much born, yeah. right? So so we, we grew up together. We always... We always vibed together. Like every time we would, every time we would see each other growing up, it was always like, it was nothing. It was never like we was, we were forced to do something. It was always very, we gelled with one another because we're kind of opposites at the same time, but we, it meshed well. In terms of the suits. So I actually do love how I met your mother, love Barney. Yeah. But like, I wasn't thinking that like on when we were actually talking about it, I think we were just at the studio one time where we we're just like, no, when we perform, we always have to wear suits. Yeah. Anything we do, we just have to wear suits because, like, we love them. We yeah. Love them. <laughs> you can get away yeah. with a lot more with a suit on. That was funny. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was fair because what I was actually going to do pre-interview is I didn't know if you guys were going to show up with a suit. And I was actually going to show up with a suit on. And I'm like, no, good. I don't want to take away their spotlight. It's like, <laughs> you should have suited up with us. No, no, no. I have, I have a fun game that we're going to play at the end. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a fun game at the end that kind of includes the suit. So, that, cool. so save that. But... I want to ask you, because you did say 
that you are opposites. Like explain that a little bit further. Cause I know they come up with opposites attract, but like, listen, I know a lot of girls out there and they're opposite of me. We don't attract at all. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, that's good. Yeah. Just, uh, simple things like, you know, being early and being late. <laughs> There's one right there. Just, you know what? I can't think of anything right on the spot. You got no, anything there? Um, I'm a night person. You're a morning person. There you go. Um, I'll wake up at 6 a.m. to do something, whereas he'll stay up till 3 a.m. And yep, I just won't tolerate it. Yes. <laughs> you like running. I hate running. I love running. Huge runner. <laughs> What's another one? What's another one that was good? I consider Adams the, the regimented one. I'm okay. more of the I'll start here and I'll end up right there. And then all of a sudden I'll be there. <laughs> whereas I'm very like, all right, let's stick to this. Let's yeah. get it done. And then we'll move on to the next thing. It's, so, it's good. It's good because like, again, like it kind of gives you a difference of philosophy perspective as well. So I think that's interesting, but like with the opposites kind of attracting theory here, it's like who came up with the whole getting a red couch and going into places in Toronto and just being like, Hey, like you motherfuckers want to perform. Great. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, we both did. Yeah. We both like it was, we had, a, we had a photo shoot one time at our studio this is when we first started out. We were just like, we had, we needed an Instagram photo. It was like our first Instagram photo. We took it on the couch. We saw it and we were like, you know what? This is kind of cool. We should uh, yeah, we should try to bring it somewhere. And then it, it ends up working out. I like I like how like certain people obviously like again once you get your big kind of an Instagram photo or something where it's like okay we got to make it look professional you're like I never want it not to be a professional photo where in my case I'm like man just put up a monkey picture on my profile and people like when they actually see me they're like not bad he doesn't look that bad I'm like yeah because you had this to compare it to <laughs> it's worse when you like go up and dress like 10 out of 10 and then people see you in public and like damn what happened to him I'm like no this is always me. Yeah, it's all that's exactly what it's yeah. about. It's about being you, right? Yeah. Like this is what you see for us is this is us. Like this is, yeah. this is what we love. This is what we what we stand for and we're just glad that we get to show it in the yeah. way that that we're able to show it. I feel like I feel like now if you ever post a video where Adams if you're out running and you're not in a suit, people are going to be like total fraud. What a fucking <laughs> fraud. I'm always, I'm always in a suit. No one will ever catch me. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going swimming. It's like we invited Adams. Why is he wearing a suit? It's like that's just him, man. It's like you go on a date night. They're like, I'm pretty sure you have that suit. Yeah, I just changed yeah. the tie. Excuse me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes we're a little overdressed to certain events, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's always worth it. It, uh, there's a little bit of a fun aspect I like about this, just from I guess the behind the scenes stuff. That I like that you. To me, it's behind the scenes, but then when I actually do a little bit more digging, even though you have it on your post, I'm like, man, how does that work? Because there's like a few videos. I think one you're at, uh, I believe it was like a tennis court inside a hotel and another one you're in an office. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then when you read the actual description, because people don't read anymore, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we broke in here. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> how do you even get in these places? <laughs> that's funny. No, I'll be completely honest. Like sometimes it really it really depends on, on the story. Like sometimes yeah. we... At the end of the day, we obviously didn't break into those places. We <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just to make it like yeah. <laughs> but like, what's up? What might happen is is somebody might on, on TikTok they might see oh we broke in here and they'll comment you guys didn't break in here. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. and we'll comment did we or did we not? And then they'll, and then watch they'll the be video like, again. of course you didn't break in, and they'll spend yeah. all that time commenting. But by the time they're by the time they're posted, they've already spent thirty seconds on the video yeah. and it's hitting yeah. the algorithm now and it's going right. So and it's, yeah, yeah. And then it's oh, okay. 
a negative comment and it's like wait a second i kind of like this song and then oh there's a fan that's, yeah, yeah. That's i mean i mean about. if we're gonna if we're gonna be full disclosure honest i think i'm one of those people that did that where it was like when we were in lockdown and i seen you guys going around with a goddamn red couch that's around true. toronto i was like what are you motherfuckers doing we're in lockdown and one of you commented like relax buddy and i'm like oh <laughs> he just called he's like he just called me buddy i'm like it was like it's just like you know what because it's two sides like i get people that hate on me and then i'm like okay let's be smart about this but then i'm also kind of a hater so when i hear buddy i'm just like oh triggers <laughs> i'm just still like you did not just call me buddy guy he's not your guy friend <laughs> I like that. Oh, no, you know yeah. what though? Honestly, though, during those times, like we were, we were always sure we were out. But at the end yeah. of the day, we're not going to stop our progress. However, we were, we were smart about yeah, it. Yeah, we were smart about it. We would never yeah. be going into a crowd of people. We were always very, very distant. Is the word we kept? Yeah, we kept to ourselves, and we just think, kind of did think, what we did. Yeah, I think the key part of those videos specifically is, you know, us. We specifically put. We ran into an empty street. Yeah, but, yeah. So we made sure we were away from people. We were yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah, it's. Just, I, I like the way that you're presenting it because it's like you know I I get the TikTok generation. I'm not one per se, but it's like some girl will stumble across and be like, "Ooh, bad boy," and then it's like when they see it, they're just like, "Hold on, he's not actually that bad." It's like I can change him. It's like no. When has that ever worked? It's never worked. <laughs> That's funny. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like it's like I did it. I did a crash last night. It's like, oh, is that the guy who broke in the hair, hair, hair? Funny story. He didn't actually do it. It's like I want to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But like at the same time, yeah. Like we we're we're also straight up about that too. Like we're not yeah. really here to to do people. Like if somebody actually asks us what's yeah. really going on, we'll tell them the. Full oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all presentation. It's like yeah. I like to tell people when they come on. Like if I ever have. Uh, like a Michelle Branchon or a Reba. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a great podcaster in uh, Newfoundland. And they're like, oh, that's really great. I'm like, there's like three podcasts in Newfoundland. <laughs> it's like, you're the number one podcaster in Newfoundland. That gotta be crazy. I'm like, okay, what's well, me and my cousin Daryl. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask though, of course, when you come up with these songs, like where did you get these influences to? Because in my mind, I think I even tweeted out it. I think you would like the tweet now. It could have been like a year ago, but I... I like finding new music, but of course I like, you know, Canadian talent as well. So I was like, man, a dream concert for me would be like, you have the Arkells, you have like 1975. And I'm like, yeah. And you can have Crash Adams open because you get a little bit of that jive. You get Canadian content. 1975 is all over the place, but that's how I kind of stumbled across your music. I think is like Spotify came up. Instagram keeps you great sponsors of like, Hey, like check out this music. I found, I think Griff and other artists through that. And I'm like, I'm glad that we have this because, you know, much music's kind of like, we don't do music anymore. I'm like, but that's the only thing that you're supposed to do. <laughs> but they're coming back, though. You know yeah. what? I think I think they'll have uh, they'll have a good run in the next little bit. Hopefully they they help some up and coming artists kind of break in in, the, in yeah, a, like a market that nobody really takes the time to help. Right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with everything. Yeah, yeah. Like my biggest worry is with with that is like I don't know the whole backstory, but I think like Ed the Sock had the original idea, and then like Bell kind of was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea. Glad we thought of it." It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know. I guess we'll. we'll it's all it's all up in the air. It's all up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But I want to ask you, of course, like coming off that a little bit, was where were you getting your influences from? Like, what were you listening to growing up? Uh, I'd say 19, the 1975 is a big part of my influence. Without um, them, there wouldn't be yeah, us. Without them, there, there, there wouldn't be us. But uh, the interesting thing about us is obviously we have our past and the music we used to listen to, but we get a lot of influence from just sometimes I'll get influence from a song that I don't even know the artist of, but it'll just yeah. pop in, in the car or, or he'll the song yeah. will pop in the car and just make a melody over top of something. Then we'll switch around, you know, like, so it's, it's very back and forth. I'd, I'd say. Yeah. I would say you brought in rock roots. Yeah. I, I wasn't really rock until pretty recently mm -hmm. like now i really i like really like rock but i i came from probably a hip-hop dance music kind of background but to me like i got i got a little bit i got i guess bored with that genre not because like the artists are bad or anything but i just i just heard it so much day in and day out that i kind of was looking for a little bit of a of a change and i guess it was it was great for the time in my life that it was there and then so i, I brought those influence you brought your rock influence we kind of not, I don't want to say compromise because compromise is a bad, is a bad. They kind of gelled it together. We gelled it, yeah, we gelled it together in a way that made sense for us. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I like your example there of like, you know, because I know a lot of musicians probably get this, but it's like, oh, like, what's your favorite song or like, why did you choose the, the genre you did? And it's kind of like a loaded question because it's like, no, I don't think anyone in the history of the world just listens to one genre of music, even if they might say that this is their favorite. It's like I could be out shooting a basketball and one minute I'm listening to Jay-Z yeah. and then next minute I'm listening to like Luke Combs and someone's like, how did you just switch the dial? I'm like, well, one minute I'm doing free throws and the next minute I'm doing layups. So obviously two <laughs> different tunes, guys. <laughs> it's like I can't listen to Jay-Z like, you know, running around. I'm like, yeah, Jay-Z. And the next minute when you're taking free throws, you're like, she did me dirty. She did me dirty. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's like, relax, guys. This is how I get in my mojo. I'm the same way. I've caught myself listening to uh, to like singer songwriters with just an acoustic, like who is it, like Sabrina Carpenter, like like the, that kind okay. of stuff. Like <laughs> I'll be in the gym and I'll be listening to like Half Life by Banners. Yeah, no, like, no, I have a yeah. gym workout yeah. playlist. <laughs> same eight songs. I on yeah. loop. <laughs> I go I go from I go from playing like ball hockey where I will listen to so if it's on like the way to a championship game it's like on the bus ride there I'll listen to like Eminem's Venom and then next minute it goes from like Ed Sheeran's Shape of You and they're like yeah. what are you what are you planning on doing dancing with the opponent I'm like shut up Keith <laughs> you don't know me Keith maybe if I score I'll just take him by the hand and I'll be like I just scored on you and they'll be like why did you do that that's a good way that's a good way to that's a good way to piss people off yeah definitely yeah always, yeah. The, always the passive aggressive way yeah. exactly I want to ask you now like a lot of the stuff that you do with Instagram and I believe it's like like TikTok as well it's involving either the couch the suits combination of two or you get like sometimes you get the um like if there's people running around the streets, you get them involved. Like, I think I seen one earlier and I thought it was really cool that you implemented was you were filming a video for, I think it was monsters and some guy was just doing flips in front of the camera. And you're like, yeah, rather than like be berate him and be like, what the fuck, get the fuck out of my shot. And you were just like, let's, let's show his skills. And I'm like, yeah. I yeah. would like it if he fell on his face. And you're like, this guy just started doing flips and he fell on his face, but we used it anyway. He was <laughs> we, awesome. we, we honestly couldn't say no to that guy. And it actually <laughs> was completely random. Yeah. Yeah. yeah idea was going to be at young and dundas we had no idea who he was and he started doing flips you know it, fit, it fit perfectly into the video it looked like it was planned but it like looked great. unbelievable it was great so i mean obviously we did it a couple times after we realized how yeah good it would be, yeah but i think we ended up using the first 
maybe the first take. It, I, I don't it know definitely exactly. Was, yeah. It definitely was the first take yeah. that we used. So okay, it was like, yeah, like it was, it was, it was great. I couldn't believe it. I know. It just happened to work out so great. And the reason why it was so great is because that made the TikTok video that we posted about it take off. And after it got the TikTok video got a million views, which led to 20 maybe like twenty thousand on YouTube. So that was like that was twenty thousand people that wouldn't be seeing it. If this guy had not decided to do flip, what Sketchmaster? Sketchmaster. Sketchmaster. Okay. If he had decided to do flips in the video, it just would have never happened the way it did. Yeah. Like, do you find now going through like Dundas and wherever you kind of situate the couch to, like, do you find now that people kind of embrace you or like they'll come up and be like, oh, you guys are like, they might not just say they don't know who you are. Some of them might know the music and know who you are, but like, do some people be like, yeah, they look familiar. Are they on like TikTok? Are they on something? And then like kind of embrace you or ask for an autograph? <laughs> Definitely uh, when the red couch is out, there's a there's a lot of interest um, when we're downtown. I like yeah. when parents, sometimes parents will have their kids on, uh, uh, they, like they'll be standing at the intersection, like standing at the corner and they'll be like, and they'll be waiting with their kid, like watch, watch, watch. Like, watch and, then, and, and, then, and then we go do it. And like their kid's smiling. That's That's my favorite part. I love that. I like I like that they're encouraging it, or at least they're not like like look at these brats over here doing yeah. this thing because like it's then it gets instilled in their mind that's like oh yeah. okay but yeah as long as like no one's getting hurt which it, it's fine because it's like you do it at a stop sign and then you wait I don't know, it was like there's no um we're not being uh, we're not being jerks about it like we're no we're waiting till the walking sign says go yeah. and then yeah. we get out yeah. of there as fast as we can like we're not really blocking we're not really we're not really breaking the law no. that's yeah. that's what we or hurting anybody that's no. that's our whole thing just yeah yeah just there for smiles yeah i i like that there's one that i looked at i think it was maybe during the pandemic and i like how it was almost like rushed you get the red couch i think it was for caroline you were just doing like almost like the lip sync video and getting it posted but it was it was fine to me because it's like i think in the background and i like the behind the scenes stuff as well but it's like go 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 it's like we have this much time and then it's like yeah. getting things and then like i just love how one person just gets up and moves. there's two people that have to take the couch and everyone else is like all right that's your job <laughs> Like we did our thing. You take the couch. It's like, yeah. really? <laughs> it's like, that's, that's the only thing we're here for is to carry the couch. <laughs> that's funny. No, a lot more than that. They actually, so they, what we actually do is, is Chris and Nick. That's usually end up. Oh, that's who it is. I never heard of them. Never spoke to them ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're just as much a part yeah, of Crash yeah, yeah. Adams as we are. They, uh, Chris is our drummer slash producer yeah. as well. Like he right here. Produces, yeah. Literally this, we're in, we're in Chris's studio right now. Um, Nick as well. Nick's bass player. He's always Crushes there for it. content. They're, yeah, they're always there for content. Everything we do, we usually uh, it's usually the four of us doing it together. Yeah, it's it's very innovative because I, I want to give you credit because again, it's like you know you're trying to make a name for yourself, and it's like you know winter world now where it's like you can post your music videos, you can post like all your content, and it might catch on, it might not. But like again, no, I know it wasn't planned because you guys just elaborate on it earlier, but like. The suits obviously give you a little bit of a difference from everyone. Having the couch makes a difference. I think your kind of template or things that you come up with for ideas make it a little bit more noticeable. Like I, I, I give you credit too, because a lot of the times when you're doing this stuff, you have to have almost like, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like you have to have balls or big cojones because it's like, you got to go and do it. And if it fails or if you don't get the reaction that you want, you're like, all right, are we going to post this? Like, yeah. why, why not? Because we live in a world where people are going to post all their highs and never post a low. And then people always are like comparing their highs to someone else's highs. And it's like, that's not fair because they're not going to post their low. But 
I like how you have the one where you have the couch. You're like, you can win this couch if you let us play the whole song. Now, they don't know that. <laughs> but there have been ones where they like shut the door on you. They're confused. And I'm like, man, I would be looking at that and being like, holy fuck. Like, we're not posting that. But you guys are like, whatever. Might as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, we don't take ourselves too seriously. That's something that I think helps a lot. Like, if it's funny, even at our expense. Yeah. Might as well throw it up there. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just like the way the videos flowed and stuff. So we just decided to post them. And then eventually we finally found a winner. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the winner one. It's just that I, I've seen that one. It's Check great. Okay. great. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the ones where like the lady comes at the door where it's like the typical mom where she has her phone. And she's kind of like, uh, what, what? And I'm just like, okay. And I've seen ones where it's like a dude is like, did you order this band for me? It's like, no. <laughs> It's like, relax. She doesn't love you that much. She thinks she can change you, but she's not going to change you. But no, I, I thought it was really interesting because I was like, man, if someone just showed up to my house and start performing, I'd be like, yeah, there's a band at my house. Come over like quickly. Right? We're all, yeah. Especially in Newfoundland. If you guys try that down in Newfoundland, depending on where you are in Newfoundland, you might get people that would actually join in. You're like, no, 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 this is our thing. They're like, bring on the fiddler, bring on this. And it's like, no, this is our thing. Why are you guys joining in? No, we'd be in. We'd, we'd be in. We'd, we'd be, be in. Right, right with that. Just like, just like knock on someone's door and be like, Diane, there's a band here. It's like, all right, Doug, get your, it's like, Doug, when's the last time you played the fiddle? Well, three months ago, Diane. It's like, well, get it out and join them. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, uh, we definitely knocked on a lot of houses uh, and we just did, we got nothing. Well, I mean, it's good that you finally got something like someone kind of yeah. finally said, yeah, I want to ask too, how did you guys manage to deal with the pandemic? Because there have been artists out there that were kind of taking the pandemic and saying, all right, I'm going to take this as downtime. I feel like those are the famous of the famous actors and all that. There was like, damn, I don't give a shit about my, <laughs> my fan base. This is my time. And then there's other ones that are like, man, we were just catching fire. And then this thing happens. So how did you approach the pandemic? Well, um, we were catching fire. Well, actually, no, we were <laughs> catching fire before the pandemic. We caught fire during the pandemic. Yeah, I, I so guess actually, you just think, before you could call yeah. it catching yeah. fire. I still think uh, mm -hmm. that nobody's seen anything yet. Exactly. But, yeah. But uh, relative. But rel yeah, yeah, like it's we we got we got a nice little wave. But honestly, it was pretty much it hit, and it was like okay, we could either pack it in, but we're all for like we're all in. We're we're making this happen. Doesn't matter whatever you what wall you put in front of us. If we have to, if we have to kick it down, kick the door down a few times, doesn't doesn't bother us. Well, we've been doing that since since the very beginning. Like our whole thing is, it's all about just kind of smashing through walls and kicking doors down because nobody's gonna help you. Nobody's gonna nobody cares about you first mm -hmm. of all until you give them a reason to care about you. Um, they care about themselves most. That's what I've seen. And, and until you provide value to them there, you're not going to be noticed. So whether there's a pandemic or not for us was just like, let's not stop. Let's keep going. Cause it's, it's sink or swim right now. It's either, either we make it or we don't, nobody's going to cry for us if we don't. Yeah. I'm glad that went in the positive way. Cause once that with the moment where you're just like, no one cares about you. I'm like, imagine if you played like, imagine if you played instrumental music or like, uh, yeah, it's like very encouraging music where it's like, it's like, Hey, this is crash from crash Adams. Listen, nobody cares about you. I'd be like, done <laughs> out of here. <laughs> no, sorry. You know what? I have, I have a habit of doing that. I, uh, sometimes it just comes out of my mouth very bluntly, but like, 
I'm not about sugarcoating things. I'm always no, no. That's fair. I feel like I feel like we need that more in the world. I'm pretty blunt when it comes to people when they're like, "Oh, you have a podcast or whatever." I'm like, "Listen, don't get too excited, there, lady. It's only a podcast. Like, everyone has a podcast today." They're like, and it's almost, a lot of so, people are trying to you're, you're, are trying to make it in the podcast world, just like musicians. I've definitely seen an influx of that. That's that's where I kind of get in the anger mode where I'm like, man, like John Mayer, I'm doing the same thing you're doing. It's like, yeah, but I'm John Mayer. I can sing. I'm like, all right, check, please. John Mayer has a podcast. Move on over. <laughs> yeah, but same like, thing. Well, same thing. You must you reached out to us. How many times did you possibly reach out to us? You kept going. Kept oh going. my God, let me that, see the list. That's like uh, I respect that. That like, to be two hundred. <laughs> no, but the fact that you the fact that you were so persistent because sometimes you know like it might just not line up with with yeah. what we have going on but the fact that you just kept coming back and kept coming back like that's you know the truth that's a win that's a win we just get so there's just so many things going on we just get distracted yeah. so easily because this will happen this will happen then tobin must just and then this will happen and this will happen this will happen Right. So to be to be completely honest with you, it's like I do that with a lot of acts. But the same point, it's like it's kind of after what you're saying. It's like almost like no one's going to feel sorry for you. No one's going to like so like no one's going to give you a break. And it's kind of and it's kind of sad because I come from a communications background where it's like PR. And when I was, I think, 12, I had a stroke and like the Detroit Red Wings WWE sent me a whole care package. And I'm like. I reach out to those organizations now, not Detroit because it's kind of hockey. It's not started yet, but with WWE and like, you don't get interviews because they already have the bump and their own stuff. And in my own dark sense of humor, I'm like, they wanted this motherfucking kid to die. They're like, all right, send them a care package. And like, we're looking good. And then like 20 years later, you're like, I survived motherfuckers. They're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like shit. Yeah. It's, it's, un it's unfortunate. Like I haven't personally dealt with, with the WWE, so I can't really speak to that. But I, you can see that there is this trend to, to support when it's beneficial to you, and yeah. when it's not beneficial to you to forget about it. Yeah. So, Wait, you you weren't in WWE? I thought there was a wrestler called Crash in WWE. That's not you. Actually, no. <laughs> Crash Holly. Uh, although I would probably make an appearance, that'd be hilarious. That would be. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. Imagine us jumping off the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I feel I feel like you guys would be like on AW Dynamite where it's like the young bucks would be like our next opponents crash Adams and you guys just come out in suits it's like we're ready and then you just get squashed like <laughs> that's probably what happened but no I I kind of agree with you in the terms of like yeah when you reach out to acts sometimes they have the time if they don't they don't but hopefully they come on like you did which I appreciate because there have been definitely times where you, myself as someone with a podcast I kind of have to look at it and be like okay, they're not available now, but when will they be available? And like, how do you can't kind of maintain that composure? Because there are times that, as, oh, as shitty as it's going to sound, you've, I feel like I relate to Trump where I'm like, they're never coming on. They said no, they're not happening. And then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, well, you can try in the future. No, they said no, that's it. Never going to happen. It's like, that's funny. relax. But yeah, no, I really appreciate that you did come on. I, I want to ask too, just to kind of uh, get back into like, I guess a little bit of the fun aspect of the interview here. Not that it hasn't been fun already. For me, it has. Uh, are you guys gamers at all? I'll be completely honest. Not at all. Really? You've, like, you've, you've like, never wanted one. But like, I don't really have time to be honest. I don't have, I, I spend all my time. Yeah. I, I don't even have something related to a gaming console. 
Really? Yeah. Like you, you never, you like, you've never grown up or grown up we and played like. A- yeah. I used to when I was younger. I used to play like I'd play FIFA, FIFA only. Call FIFA. I play Call of Duty. Really? Right? Okay. Um, <laughs> like Modern Warfare Two, yeah. I used to play that. I just the moment this kind of started, it was. It's either like I just don't have time. Yeah, I don't. I could be. I could be working on Crash Adams. I'd stuff. rather be trying to make a new song than exactly. play a game. That's just how it is, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that's fair. Like, so, like, besides doing the music side of things, like, what would be some outside interests that people have? Like, I know you mentioned a bit about the running and Crash yeah. probably says sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, outside interests, I uh, love watching soccer, love working out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, that's things things connected with that pretty much. But other than that, if I'm not doing that, I'm kind of doing this, so. Yeah, I'm either working out Yeah. or... <laughs> Or doing Crash Adams, or, or maybe or watching sleep. basketball. No, I don't watch. Yeah, I don't watch really watch basketball Only in the playoffs. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is—we're just kind of all in on this. Like, yeah, I'd rather be doing this with everything now, and then get to do it for the rest but, of my life. But it's like it's good to have outside interests because I—I I mean, I find personally when I go in and do something that that I'm interested in that's not music, I kind of yeah. refresh and I'm able to come back. Yes. Even. Yeah. I would right, say so, if to add on to that, yeah. then it would probably just be hanging out with having a conversation and actually hanging yeah, yeah. out with friends. Yeah. That's, that's definitely something yeah. that I think, I think that's great. It's, it's a, it's a huge key to, to, you know, move the needle forward in whatever you're doing. You need to be mm-hmm. fresh. So. Yeah. I like that idea. Cause it's almost like if you focus so much and I'm not like kind of shitting on the idea at all here, but it's like, if you okay. focus so much energy on one thing, you kind of get drained. Like if just yeah. say, <laughs> if, if my day, de- if my day to day was okay, uh, interview with crash Adams, edit another interview, post some clips from another interview i'd be like at the end of the day i'd be like you know that interview that i got scheduled for like tomorrow no i'm no i'm done like i'm too tired but if i vary it from like okay interview play some basketball play some video games do that then it's almost like okay it becomes a little bit different where you're like oh i just did not spend three hours doing something the same thing so now i can come back with a like kind of a new approach like i look at editing that way i have like hours of interviews to edit and i'll just be like let's do 30 minutes We'll come back because after a while, all the ums, ahs, and everything, you'll be like, I'm ignoring this because I want this to yeah, just be done. For sure. I don't know. I, I wish I was like that, but I have a hard time. It's just it's just how I am. I get I get anxious if I'm stepping away too much. Oh, no, no. We, we know that. You expressed that earlier. You go from A, Z, X, <laughs> yeah, but, W. Like, for example, you know, I, I mean, I like to take that approach. I like to, to make sure that I'm, you know, keeping my my mind healthy yeah but it's not like do 30 minutes and then go take a break it's like do a, a pretty much a full day well, you're a workforce here yeah and then you know go work out and then maybe i don't know watch some, some soccer and then the next day you come back fresh so because it, if you leave what you're doing too many times you're going to lose kind of your flow i guess yeah, right? yeah, yeah that's so. that's that's fair i agree with you there it's like i i just find like to each their own some people like to have a day two days whatever to take a break for me yeah. it's almost like i i've done that but at the same point it's like you get into the habit where if you're doing like an episode every week and then like all of a sudden it starts to cry off on you where it's like hey did you know you're supposed to have an episode out this week i'm like yeah that's edited right they're like no you have four interviews now to edit before and i'm like oh damn what did i do for that week it's like well actually you slept you <laughs> watched wwe and it's like, I don't know why you did that because you're not going to be a wrestler. I'm like, leave me alone, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> That's like, one, yeah, one, one day you become a wrestler. And it's like, why? What is your finisher? It's called the mom crusher. It's like, why? Because my mom didn't believe in me. And she crushed my dreams. That's- to kind of clue up the interview, like, I want to play a little bit more of a, a different kind of a fun game with you of kind of a random question. 
where I'm going to toss out a random question. I love it. Love it. I love it. I've had, we've had a great time so yeah, far. Yeah, it's been great. Well, I, well, I'm glad because I want to use some of this for a promo when we do it. And I'm just like, man, we got to find some good clips here, uh, which we have. <laughs> we have found plenty. So for a, I guess, a random question, do you remember, I guess, the first concert that you guys ever went to? I do not. <laughs> I do not. I think it was like Mariah Carey, or no, it was like Mariah Carey or like Backstreet Boys. I like. See, I'm with you with the Backstreet Boys. It was Backstreet Boys. It was Backstreet Boys. Okay. No, that's concert. They had like their Millennium. <laughs> they had like their Millennium 2000. I think that's where that was their concert. Oh really? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Like to to me being in Newfoundland, it's almost like when they come here, it's like here comes Nick on his walker. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Like, I don't want Nick on his walker. I want a Nick when he was like, you know, 2000s Nick. Not make a comeback now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen. So it's funny because I mentioned this in another interview and someone actually bought it hook, line and sinker. I, I mentioned like, oh, yeah, it's like there's members of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and they're going to form together and they're going to yeah. call B-Sync. And she's like, is that actually a thing? I'm like, no, they're just <laughs> buddies that are dancing. But it is a thing. No, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be like meshing together. Backstreet Boys. And yeah, but I don't know if they're going to be called B Sync. Oh yeah, I don't, think, I don't think so. I want to ask you your most embarrassing moment that you can remember, whether it's you know as a group or even in your childhood. <laughs> I remember. Go ahead. When I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was. I don't know. I there was. Don't ask me how I remember this. I was at. I was at a family friend's house, and there was a toy guitar on the sink. And like it was my family friends, so I was I was a little kid, so I'm like, oh my god, I love that guitar, I love the guitar. So while my parents were at the table and everybody was at the table, like I went into the kitchen and I grabbed the guitar and, <laughs> and I put it behind my back, right? And I and I was like this, and they're like, what do you have behind your back? And like I was like trying to sneak out, and instead of like walking out, like shuffling out, I turned around to walk out of the kitchen. So it was like, <laughs> so I was hiding with it behind my back. And then I turned around like that to walk out. <laughs> that's like something you see. That's like something you see from like the street, the three stooges where it's like. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. That was probably. Yeah. I, I mean, this is just what I can remember. When I was a kid, my dad used to take me to a lot of Raptors games and you know, they, they usually yell defense, defense. So for about, I'd say three to five years, anywhere in that time frame, I used to go to these games with his friends and yell out hee haw because <laughs> i had no clue that. and he finally broke to me when i was a little bit older saying did you know that it was actually defense and i was just that's absolutely funny. embarrassed yeah that was that was that was actually yeah. yesterday he told you that because <laughs> yeah, you were still going to the game. Was, it, was, it was pretty recent to be yeah, honest. Yeah. so when they were when they were on their championship run and you're listening to Sportsnet, i was wondering who was yelling out he ha i was like who is this guy <laughs> Yeah, but I, was I, like, that, like, I don't think we get embarrassed. We're pretty, uh, we're pretty, uh, it takes a lot to get embarrassed. Like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been embarrassed lately, yeah. to be honest. I, I get embarrassed, embarrassed all the time. It's just how you play it off. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I make the joke that if you go up to someone in a bar and you kind of know them or like you thought you know them for like, it's especially when it was like university, Brian, I would go to like, so I, I went to Carlton in Ottawa. So awesome. you go to a pub, you're like, hey, you, we sat together in class. It's like, no, we didn't. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry you had long hair. I'm sorry. In Newfoundland, we don't have a lot of long hair people. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what's that supposed to mean? I'm like, I'm a Newfoundlander. It's supposed to be the other way around. You're supposed to make fun of me for my accent. Why am I doing <laughs> like I'm I'm terrified? That's yeah, funny. that's funny. I want to ask too, just kind of a, a little bit of a different aspect here as well. But when people, because I know you mentioned this earlier, 
like when people buy your music, when people purchase it or any kind of contribution. But like, do you think now in a world where people, because I know we used to have LimeWire, we used to have all these things that caused our computers, a lot of viruses, but I'm sure our iPods were like, thanks, free music. So yeah, their iPod, the iPod survives. Your computer that gave you that does not. But I want to ask you, like, how do you find the music landscape today? Like, do you think it's a lot easier now because you have Spotify, you can create sponsorships? Because we don't really have the TV aspect as much anymore, where it's like you can go on a much music, you can go on a late night show. Like, I know they still exist, but people don't really watch them. Political. That that stuff's very political. I I find. Think about it. When there's one media channel, yeah, millions of. Mil- probably no, what, hundreds of thousands, probably millions of artists trying to get on the mm-hmm. same media channels. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard to break through. But now the fact that TikTok exists, the fact that social media has just made it so much more easy that if if you have a message that people want to hear, they'll, yeah. they'll tune in. I think it's it's easier than ever to make it. Not to say it's easy because it's not easy. In any no, no, no. You have to be willing to put blood, sweat, and tears in. But... Yeah, like it's it's heavy. It's I'm thankful for the time that we're living in. Yeah, social media is the, the biggest aspect, and and obviously for artists, when you get streamed, you're not making that much money at all. But it's not about that. It's about how can you get that audience, bring it over to your other platforms, monetize. Yeah. It. So there's a lot of different ways to to make money right now for for artists. So it's an exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. The example I was going to give you is like, you know, when I think I've seen a lot of UK because like Instagram doesn't care pretty much where you're from. It's like they're going to just like if someone pays for a sponsorship or an ad, they're going to be they'll come across wherever it wants to come across. But it's like I've come across like I think Griff, which is a UK artist. Um, There's been like Macy Peters, another UK. But I'm like, why am I seeing this in Canada? But at the same point, I'm like, I don't care because you're going to like if. I've stopped kind of watching like late night TV shows because the whole landscape has changed. So I don't think I would know who Macy Peters is, who these people are without, you know, Instagram ads, whatever. Like, cause yeah, past Brian would probably stay up and watch like Craig Ferguson and be like, Oh, I like that act. Okay. Let me go see if I can find their music. Mm-hmm. But like present day, it's just scroll, scroll, scroll. So if I see something and I scroll back up and I'm like, it caught my eye or that kind of, and then you're like, listen to it a few times and then download it. Like, Essentially, that's how this interview kind of all started way back when, where it was like during the pandemic, I was like, how are we going to do this podcast when there's not a lot of stuff that people want to promote? And I'm like, let's go on Instagram. Let's just, you know, pass the day. And then your songs come up, other artists' songs come up. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Like, let's do that. Exactly. Like, that's, I have, that's pretty much exactly why we're so thankful with today, because this can happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because you happen to be scrolling. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing, too, with the technology, I know, like, I'm not a big technology nerd, but I don't think interviews like this would happen without technology. Because it's like, if I had this, if yeah. we were not in this world, it's almost like, yeah, let's do an interview. It's like, oh, you guys are coming to Toronto? Are you coming to Newfoundland? It's like, no, yeah. like, how the fuck are we going to set that up? It's like, I don't know, Keith. Go out and sing with them like you said you were going to promise to with their fiddle. Yeah, it's my it's my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, he's like, plug me in your podcast. I'm like, Keith, there's Daryl, my cousin Daryl. And he's like, he hasn't come out with a podcast in like three years. I'm like, well, then go to him. <laughs> he's the number two podcast in Newfoundland. I'm number one. Oh my. To close it out, guys, I want to ask you, like, what do you see yourselves? Well, I was going to say, what do you see yourselves doing in like 10 years? I was waiting for an ast- like an answer of like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. It's like, no, you don't. Where do you see this going? Like, what do you want for your future goals in like 2022? And that sounds crazy to even sound to say that, but like, 
where do you all want this to go? Like, what's your end goal here? There, there's not just one end goal. I'd say there's, there's so many avenues that we want to want to reach. I know personally, one of my goals is to play at the Scotiabank Arena. That's been my goal since I was nice. first started playing guitar. But that, but then, then again, that's just one layer of it. And then once yeah. you that, there's the other layer and the next yeah. layer. But I think overall, I mean, Crash would would probably be saying this next. Our, our goal is to just raise the vibrations of the world and just you know bring positivity to as many people as possible with our music, our content. Uh, I'm sure you can see our music and content is very positive. It's very upbeat, and uh, and that's the message that we want to portray. There's always the next goal mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whether it's I don't know. I want to make, let's say, I want to be number one on Billboard. But then once you've been number one on Billboard, then I want to do this and I want to do that. At the end of the day, what you can always come back to is raising people's vibration. To if I affect somebody, if somebody who just hears of us tomorrow hears our music and all of a sudden their life changes in a positive way because they now start thinking positively, they now start bringing things into their life because of their vibration Mm -hmm. that's what that's what we term we use then that's a win that's a win and the more people we can affect that way the better we can leave this world when we're gone Mm -hmm. that's fair now i like your goal there of like the scotiabank place but has it ever been i guess a dream of yours and i'm not trying to put dreams in your head because you know that's what that's what parents do when you're younger um (laughs) but like you know, Budweiser stage, is that something that you would be like really amped up for? <laughs> yeah, right? like that's definitely yeah I, I just found that every just time. Just inside a lower capacity yeah, than no, it's yeah. Scotiabank yeah. Arena. That's the only difference. Right? I just found when I went to Scotiabank, there was a certain energy and I would just walk yeah. away fired. But Budweiser stage, definitely 100%. For sure. That's, uh, 100%. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's an epic That's yeah. an epic venue. But yeah, exactly. Scotiabank's been, like, like I said, the back, that's where the Backstreet Boys were when I was when I was young. Where, like, the, that's the first place I saw them. So it's kind of it brings you to the roots. Yeah. Like I think it's interesting because in my mind, and again, I'm not from the Toronto area, but like, you know, I think it was like really interesting because I still kind of think of it as like the Air Canada center for like the longest part of me. And like, and like, you know, when I see acts coming through Canada, whether they're like a United States act or a UK act, it's pretty much like Toronto and then maybe Vancouver or Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. And I'm like, all right, I picked a really shitty town to stay in if I was like music wise, because it was like Ottawa, but like country acts come through Ottawa, which I'm okay with. But like as a Newfoundlander, I think over time I was like, man, the Budweiser stage seems like such like a cool embracing atmosphere where it's like out of nowhere. I, I Again, if you're in Toronto, obviously, you know all about this, but out of nowhere to me, it's like all of a sudden you have a stage outside. It's yeah. like summertime vibes. It's almost like, hey. There's the Air Canada, or like, yeah, there's the Scotiabank, and then there's the Budweiser stage. And if, at this rate, if I was like performing, I'd be like, I kind of like the Budweiser stage atmosphere. But then after going there, I'd probably be like, I don't know. They each have their they each have their own uh, their perks. Yeah. Their pros and cons. Yeah. Exactly. I feel did you uh, it's kind of like a funny related question here, but like I know going down through Instagram and stuff on social media, like, I don't know if you've ever seen this clip, but I think it's still hilarious to me, but it's like, I think there was a rapper at a concert and then there's like a sign language girl. And like, he uh, thinks, waka, waka. Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> thinks she's sign languaging this like dancing and she's sign. And then like, I was like, would you ever, would you ever get that for your own concerts? <laughs> oh, for sure. I think that, yeah, that'd, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd amazing. be amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, just don't make the mistake. Just know that she is sign languaging. And that. <laughs> yeah, we, we would set that up for accessibility. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Crash Adams for coming on to the show. Remember, 
You can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying, thanks for listening, and good night. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.